Hi, welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Jules. Thanks for joining. (laughs) So I'm officially entering my healed girl era. Actually, healed is like taking it too far. My healing girl era, my healing, okay? We're not healed yet. We're really trying. I'm just focusing on doing things that support my healing. And I've really like been in a mood to just like fuck with the plot of my life like every day of the week. Can someone let me know if something up there is happening? Because I don't know why it's going on. I just like constantly have the urge to just like fuck around and find out. So guys, this past weekend, I saw a guy for the second time, which I haven't done. Crickets. I literally don't know when the last time was that I like saw somebody more than once. I have a tendency with guys to only start casual relationships. I still feel like I'm in a space where I don't want a relationship, but then I'm like, I don't feel like I want to do the casual sex thing again because I like having sex. It's fun, but I don't like it that much to set up something consistent. It's like fun. It's like, that's the weird thing about dating casually. I feel like having casual sex and hookup buddies and whatever is like fun. He's a cool guy. The sex is great. Like there's nothing wrong with anything, but it's like, do I really want to spend my energy doing that? And I went through a phase of life where good sex was kind of like a unicorn. And I was like, oh my God, I'm having good sex. Like I can't fuck this up. And now good sex is like the bare fucking minimum. If I'm not having good sex, like I'm not going to be there. So I haven't had bad sex. I've had like okay sex, but I haven't had bad sex. So like the sex is good, but that's not enough anymore. And I just feel like I've done this before and I don't need to do it again. And when he was over, he was kind of asking me like, what are we doing here? He's trying to figure out if this is going to be a consistent thing, which is totally normal. Guys are going to do that because they want to see if they're setting up a consistent fuck or not. Sex is still an exchange of energy. If I'm consistently fucking you, you're consistently getting my time, my energy. And at some point you're going to start creeping into my brain a little bit more than you should. And so this episode is really about moving out of that and building a roster in a healthy way when you're recovering from a lot of casual relationships or maybe a long-term relationship and you want to use dating as a method of self-discovery and a way to learn more about yourself, maybe expose some insecurities and just get to work on them. I really realized how important it is to be so secure in who you are beyond what you look like. If you essentially go through life looking at what everyone else has around you and like what other people look like, how many followers they have, who they're around, what their friends are like, what their clothes are like, you're always going to feel like you don't have enough and that you're not good enough and there's something more that you should be or could be doing. And it's like endless. Like you could have as much money as you wanted or hit that like follower count that you've been looking for or get fucking Botox and feel better about your appearance, but there's going to be something missing because you don't think that who you are and how you show up is good enough. And I've been like really facing that part about myself because it's been coming out a lot in social settings, a lot of times with men too. Basically what I'm trying to do this summer is just have a roster, but I want to do it in like a healed way. You know, like I feel like rosters can be beneficial if you are specifically wanting to do something. I think there's a lot of talk in dating about what's right and what's not right. And you should do this and you should date this way and you shouldn't do that. Who fucking cares? It depends on your goal at the time. So the first thing that you have to do, if you want to have a nice healed girl summer, if you want to have a roster or a boyfriend or whatever the fuck you want, first you have to decide what is your ultimate goal. Sometimes it can be, I want to learn more about myself or it could 
maybe I want to get better in bed or I want a boyfriend or I want to get to know how I interact with different guys at the same time. I want to learn what guys like about me. I want to learn how to have my game up or something. I don't know. Women don't really need to have game, but like there's definitely things you can do to get guys to do things for you or like you or whatever. Maybe you want to experiment. Maybe you just want to challenge yourself. There are so many ways you can go with dating. My first disclaimer though, if you're listening to this, I do not condone manipulative behavior. That is not what the Good Girl Podcast is about. So this isn't about setting up men to like serve only you. This is about like curating an experience that works for you, that suits your goals at the time. But just remember you're dealing with people, okay? Like I'm not here to really tell you all the do's and don'ts, but like you are messing with people's feelings at the end of the day. So just make sure you're communicating. You know, take that as you will. It's not cool to just like use people for whatever you want them for and then like toss into the side. You wouldn't like it if somebody was doing that to you. And karma is a real thing. I read this in Jay Shetty's book where he said karma isn't like about doing something good all the time so that you have only have good karma or, you know, that's not really what karma is. Karma is consequences. So whatever you do, there's a consequence and that is your karma. So if you feel like you have bad relationship karma, it's not that you have like bad luck or you're cursed or something. It's really because you are engaging in behaviors that are not good that are leading to consequences that are also not good for you. So it all works together. That's why karma feels like it's like, oh my God, that's my good or bad karma. But it's really because it's your actions. But you know what I will say? I believe in what he said. Like, I mean, he was a fucking monk before. Like, what am I supposed to say that's, you know, contradicting Jay Shetty? But I do feel like I have good karma because I remember when I was talking to my situationship, we went bowling one time and I had an inkling that he was hooking up with his ex really because he told me i'm like i had a feeling he totally told me i think i just like couldn't remember if oh no 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 no. i think maybe he hadn't said that they had had sex yet i think he told me he was talking to her that's what it was so i knew she was like involved i just like didn't know how much and i wanted to know if they were fucking and we went bowling we were having a great time guys i literally like remember we were kind of a little bit drunk you know when you're like hanging out with someone and you get a little drunk and you look at them and you're like i feel like i kind of like you right? So that's exactly what happened to me. Like looking at him, I'm like, I feel like I kind of like you, you know? And then the next second, you guys, the next second, his phone was next to me. It lit up. It was his ex. I was like, noted. Thanks universe. I was like, okay, I got it. I got it. So I do feel like I have good karma just because shit like that does happen to me a lot. I find things out in like literally the most, what are the odds? How did that even happen kind of way? And I'm going to go on a slight tangent and tell you guys another example of good karma. When my ex was aggressively cheating on me, AKA like having another girlfriend in another state, I wasn't in college anymore, but he still worked at the school that we both went to. One of my only friends who was still in school at the time, I think I'd like, I knew a lot of people who were still in school, but like one of my close friends went to Spain and she did an extra, like she went abroad for a year. So she had to do an extra year when she came back. And her roommate was best friends with my ex's second girlfriend. Not just like running in the same girl group, best fucking friend. So this girl would come to my friend's room all the time to see 
her friend. And one day she's in there and she's like talking about this guy who always asks her on dates and she's like dodging him and not trying to hang out with him. And she like name drops him. And my friend is like, um, can you say that again? And she was like, oh, like so-and-so. And my friend was like, um, he's dating my friend Julia. Like they're like in a relationship. Like that can't be right. And she was like, oh, well, he's never said he had a girlfriend, whatever. He has like a very unique name. Like no one in the school had the same name as him. My friend tells me, I'm like, are you sure it's him? Whatever. But the point is I found out it might've taken me a year and a half to leave him or two years, but I found out and like, what are the fucking odds, you know? So the universe will tell you what you need to know. Just actually see the signs, read the sign, bitch. Okay. Anyways. So when you're engaging in the behavior (laughs) that I'm about to outline in this episode, just be mindful of karma and other people's feelings and you're good to go, girl. Okay. Sometimes I feel like we really got to do things for the plot. We're only in our twenties one time. I'm only going to be in this stage of life once. I have my whole life to be married. I have my whole life to have kids. I don't need to worry about that right now. That's going to come at the right time. Right now, I want to explore every part of myself. I don't feel like having a hoe phase to be like, what am I missing out on is what I need because I actually don't think that's a real thing. I think you feel like you missed out on things when you didn't give yourself the opportunity to live your life to the fullest before you got tied down because once you get tied down you're not just living your life you're living someone else's life and then you likely will have children and then you're living your children's life so I don't think it's like that anxiety of like oh my god I didn't experiment enough what if there's better things I think you just didn't prioritize yourself enough in your early adult life and you wish you had like I literally think that's all it is so I don't feel like I need to experiment and like sleep with more guys or go on more dates I feel like I need to have a bit of a roster so I can understand who I am in settings with men so here are my guidelines have I actually executed this? Not yet, but I'm planning on it and we're going to do it together. We're going to do this step by step all summer long because I'm telling you, I'm really working on having a healed girl summer, but I want to heal myself with men and Like my wise brother told me, you cannot heal in a place that you're not getting triggered. So here we go. Let's get fucking triggered. First of all, you need to understand one, your goal, but two, what types of men are going to help you reach your goal? I'm obviously going to use myself as an example. Right now, my goal is to learn a lot about myself and to learn how to get men to absolutely completely fall in love with me. I know what makes them fall in love with me in like romantic settings. I want to learn how to do that when I have a bit of a roster going on, but I also want to stay very true to myself. I don't enjoy being in settings where I'm like interacting and I'm not being genuine. It's not fun for me. I kind of, I hate like pretending. So I want to figure out a way to do this where I'm like having fun. I have like, you know, the men on my little roster. I know like what they're there for. And I talk to each of them differently. So this is like how I'm planning on doing it. I also actually really want to experience this. I want to experience men who want to give me things. And I came to this realization on my little self-care day on Friday. I was getting my nails done. As I'm getting my nails done, like the guy who's doing my nails, I've gone to him a few times. I go to the salon every single month <laughs> when I do my nails. He's like doing my nails and then he like looks at my fingers. He's like, oh my God, your fingers are so pretty. And then he gives me a hand massage. And I was like, hmm. It clicked in my head like right in that second. I was like, oh my God, like people love to give to something that they think is beautiful. That's it. Sometimes it's their time. Sometimes it's their money, their energy, whatever else their commitment, their life. (laughs) But people want to give to what they feel is beautiful. And it's not about physical appearance, believe it or not. Everything that happens in this world revolves around marketing, okay? We live in a giant marketing scheme. And so you just have to learn how to market yourself. (laughs) I feel like, guys, you know... You should only listen to this if you have very high self-esteem because 
I don't want to like push this message of like curating something that you're not. I think at the end of the day, the most beautiful thing that you can do as a person is be confident in who you are, understand what makes you unique, understand what your energy is like, what's special about your energy and doing more and more of that, protecting your energy, keeping it safe, making sure you have good boundaries, really valuing yourself and understanding what it is about you that makes people like, oh my God, I just want to get to know you because you have it. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're thinking right now as I'm saying it. You have it. It's within you. When it comes to like getting people to like you or want to be around you, it's not about making yourself something else. It's about tapping more and more into what you already have. So I'm going to use myself as an example and I hope that this sparks some thoughts within you because I'm not experienced in all of these things. I'm still a learning girly. I'm still a healing girly. I only know so many things. But for myself in particular, I'm a Taurus, so I'm an earth sign. Earth signs in general have this insane capacity to make anyone feel like they're at home, literally anyone. So if you're an earth sign and you're wondering why people just like want to be around you, like they literally just want to be in your space, it's because you provide this grounding sense that they can't find anywhere else. I promise. Like I swear to God, like earth signs have this like insane ability to ground and most people don't have it or don't know how to tap into it or have only experienced it with earth signs. I'm not saying everybody, but it is like pretty common. So when you know that about yourself, you have to like protect it at all costs because you're gonna know that people are really going to want to have that piece of your pie. And you have to just be like, no, this is mine. You can have it sometimes when I wanna give it to you when I'm down but you can't have it all the time. So when it comes to dealing with men, I understand that my powers are really in like my grounding, my intuitiveness, my nurturing capabilities. That's really what draws people in. Those are like my top qualities that I have seen bring me the best results, the best interactions. I've gotten so many compliments on those things. So if you're listening and you're like, hmm, I've never paid attention, it's because you're probably interacting with people and you're paying more attention to what they're doing and how they're making you feel instead of how you're making them feel. So in every interaction from now on, just like really, Really focus on understanding how somebody is perceiving your behavior, how they're interpreting you, what they're liking about you. What do they say after they met you? Little things like that will tell you a lot about who you are and how other people are perceiving you. I think it's nice to just notice how people perceive you. It's one thing to be obsessed about it. And it's one thing to just, oh, okay. Like people really seem to like that about me. I wonder why, or I know exactly why, or let me do that more. It's fine. Like, I think that's such a normal part of fucking interpersonal interactions. Like it doesn't make you insecure. It just means that you're like paying attention and you're curating your energy and your behavior to like, honestly, just get you more and more of what you want. So right now, you guys, this is how I'm trying to set up my roster. I want a rich guy on there. I want a guy who wants to like fly me places, who takes me to cool spots that I would have never known. But my thing is, I don't want to put him on a pedestal to where I want to like depend on him or like I get super overly involved with him or I only want him for his money. I want him to be like a cool person. And then I want like a quieter guy, but I want to see what it's like to interact with a guy who may not be like my type right off the bat. Like maybe he's a little bit more reserved. Like I just want to see what that would be like. I want a guy in there basically who I would never really go for because I want to see if I'm hindering myself by picking a specific type or if I would like something else better or have like a different experience with someone else. And then I also want to experiment how I can create like a somewhat friendship 
relationship with a guy, but also like leave room for it to develop into something else because I've never done that before. I have never, ever, ever like been friends with somebody and then entered into like a romantic situation or like a sex thing, whatever. That's never happened to me. I really only do one thing or the other. So those are like the four types that I'm thinking of right now. My problem is not so that I can't find men to put on the roster. It's just that I don't talk to them enough. So I also like want a foreign guy on there, the guy from the UK. I want to keep him on my roster and I want to like FaceTime him here and there. I just want to see if he'll fly me to London. Like, fuck it. Why not? Like it's hot girl summer. Like, let's just see what happens. So this is where I'm at right now. But do you see how like all of the categories I have on my roster are are, like things I want to know more about myself? You know what? Just for the fuck of it, I'm going to throw in a guy on there who I'm down to go on dates with because I don't do that and I need to get triggered to heal apparently. So I'm going to do that. The reason why I'm choosing to do this is like for two reasons. One, I feel like I never take the time to curate my relationships in a way that actually serve me. I don't practice setting boundaries. I don't practice being like assertive and like, no, you know what? I don't like that. That's not cool with me. I don't like this behavior. I just ride something out until I'm sick of it. And then I'm like, oh my God, literally bye. I fucking hate you onto the next. That was his problem. Like I just need to find a better guy. And then I find someone else and I'm like, ugh, like I hate that about you. Let me move on. I have started this pattern where I like do it over and over. So now I'm like, okay, I can see that. How about the guys that I interact with now, I basically see them as like props in my simulation. And it doesn't mean I treat them badly or anything like that. It just means I interact with them with a level of detachment where I'm like, what can you teach me? What can the situation teach me? How can I practice asserting my boundaries with you? How can I practice allowing myself to receive with you? Because that is something that I really struggle with is allowing myself to just receive like princess treatment from someone. Like I'm always like, I'm going to fucking do it myself. You don't get a gold star for that. And it's actually way easier to just let guys do things for you instead of trying to do everything yourself. So I'm training myself to receive set boundaries and tap into my feminine energy and interact with men in a way where I'm not like pursuing them and I'm not having this aggressive masculine energy. I'm interacting in a laid back feminine. I'm learning my seduction. That's what I really want. So I have no intention of like leading people on or breaking someone's heart or like, I'm not trying to do that. I want to practice the qualities that I feel like will really help me when I'm in a stage where I want to like be with someone long-term. Like I genuinely feel like these are skills that I want to practice and I want to hone in on. I feel like if you're looking at the dating world and you maybe have only been in casual relationships, maybe you've only been in serious relationships, I think it's so important to just try something new because you're only going to be this young once. Like you can fuck around and find out if you practice having that level of detachment where you're looking at a situation, not for what it can give you and not putting someone on a pedestal being like, oh my God, I need this from you and are the only person who can give it to me. You're looking at it from a detached place where you're like, what can you teach me? How can I practice the boundaries that I want to set in place in this dynamic? Like, how can I interact with you in a way that pushes my growth, but also not in a way where I feel like I need you? Because attachment only happens when you think you really need something from someone and you really like how they make you feel about yourself or about your life or kind of, it's really just how they make you feel about yourself. We fall in love with how people make us feel about ourselves. So if you want guys to just like fall in love with you, you make them feel a certain way about themselves and they'll fall in love with you. It's kind of just like it is what it is. And a lot of that can be done in like really subtle ways. Like 
the way I do it is like taking like a really deep interest in what they're doing or their own interests, asking them questions, letting them talk, listening a lot and making them feel like you're taking care of them while they're talking about something that they care about. That has always brought me the best results is like listening, asking questions and allowing a man to have a space to express himself. I've learned that a lot of men don't really experience that. And so when they are around a girl who talks about herself just as much, but like gives them space to communicate, it really does wonders for the dynamic. I feel like that's like more of like a serious thing, but that is naturally what I like to do with people. I like to learn a lot about them. So I'll get into like really deep conversations and the guys who really seem to like me are guys who can see that we align on similar values, which I think is like a really healthy trend that I'm starting to see in my interactions with men. The funny thing is though, like a lot of these dynamics, I go into it just being like, oh yeah, you're cool. We could totally be friends. And then they start to like want to see me and I'm like, oh, like, okay, like you're starting to like me and that's fine. Like I can still kind of explore that, but now I like know what it is. If you have found that you create like trends in your dating and you tend to do the same thing over and over, I would advise to like kind of set up this roster situation in like a very goal oriented way. And like, I really don't feel like sneaky links or casual fuck buddies or, or stuff like that really helps you that much. Cause like I've done it a lot and I feel like it did teach me things about myself in the long run when I didn't set boundaries and I didn't have really a goal with it. I ended up staying in it way too long and way longer than I needed to. And I feel like this way of like setting up my little summer and like my dating experiences is a good way to push myself a little bit out of my comfort zone and really hone in on what makes me confident. What am I really sure about myself in my future interactions with men? How can I effectively set boundaries? How do I like to communicate my boundaries? How do I handle when someone responds positively or negatively to my boundaries? How do I allow myself to receive things? How do I approach asking for things? Like little things like that, because I've learned that a lot of my life has revolved around kind of putting things up to chance and hoping that if I treated somebody well, they would treat me well back. Or if I was like really fucking a good girl and like the best ever to them, they were naturally going to give me the energy I was looking for. And then when that didn't happen, I was like, well, it's just them. Like they just suck. And then I look back at things and I'm like, well, I never put up boundaries. I never asked for what I needed or wanted in those dynamics. I just hoped that it would turn out well for me. So I don't want to do that anymore. And I want to balance being feminine, but also being assertive because I feel like people will always take what they can get from you. And when they start to interact with you, they're going to test the waters. I don't think this is male specific. I think women do this too. Someone's going to test the waters to see what they can get away with or not. They might say something out of pocket, make a joke, see how you react, but everything is like testing. Guys do this a lot. They test like okay, how down is she to like maybe come home with me? Okay, she's not down to come home with me. Is she down for this? And like, they'll test a lot of things. So if you're interacting with men, I sometimes struggle with like saying no and like being a people pleaser with men, like, and that's gotten me into like not the best situations. And you really have to be unafraid to like set your boundaries and be like, "Mm, that's fucking weird. I don't like that. See how someone responds to that. And based on their response and their behavior, you can start to tell what kind of a person they are because they're really just testing you. I really just want to practice setting the standard for myself but not like heavily pursuing men, not like going out and being like, okay, like what guy can I talk to? You look like you give me what I want. Let me go for you. I want to allow things to come to me. And that's one of the affirmations that I'm practicing. 
practicing right now is like I'm open to the unknown and like I've actually made my manifestations way less specific I'm like I'm looking for this but like give it to me and like the best package you know like the best way you see fit I'm okay with that and so I'm also trying to do that with men because I tend to get fixated and obsess over someone when I think that they can give me something that I want for a long time like it was emotional comfort and stability or just like being loved and then it was like money and now I'm just like I don't want to treat you as just something that can give me something like I want to learn about myself in this interpersonal interaction and I have started to see them less as like objects of like things that could give me something I wanted because then I start to get attached because I want the result it's not that I'm attached to them I want the result so if you find yourself like obsessing over a guy that you're casually seeing or you've gone on like one date with this guy and you're like why can I not get him out of my head it's because you think that he can give you something that you don't think you could give yourself. And I said this last week where like analyze what it is you feel like you need from someone, write it down and give it to yourself. I just only get attached to like a desired outcome and a desired result. And so I'm focusing on providing those like feelings to myself and then allowing myself to explore in an environment that's like safe for me that I've made safe for myself. But I really am not trying to like heavily pursue anyone or like go out of my way to set this up because I'm a woman and I don't have to do that and something else that I'm practicing like a boundary that I am setting in general for my life is like I don't go anywhere or do anything that I don't want to do I would rather somebody else feel inconvenienced by me saying no than me feel inconvenienced by putting myself in a situation that I never wanted to be in in the first place this boundary is so important when it comes to dating because I am not going to go on a date with someone just because I feel like I should give them a shot because they seem nice I'm not going to do that. If I don't feel attracted to you, if I don't feel a vibe, I'm not going to put myself in that situation. And if you don't make me feel good about myself, I'm not going to put myself in that situation either. There's just certain things that I'm like, no, I'm not even going to go there because discovering yourself through dating is not about putting yourself in all these crazy situations and fucking with the plot so much that you end up fucking yourself over. It's about setting boundaries and creating a safe space for yourself to explore who you are with different kinds of men in different dynamics and try something new you really could surprise yourself and at the end of the day you're going to find your person okay the more self-work you do and the more you understand who you are and what you love about yourself what you love to experience in relationships that's going to help you be with your partner long term that's going to help you find someone and like I think eventually like when you're actually in a long-term relationship you can look back and know that you really put in so much time and effort into understanding yourself and creating an environment that you just had so much fun in. I feel like that's what your 20s are about. They're just like experiencing life in the fullest way possible. And the best way to do that is like set your goals and then set your boundaries and just go after it. I also believe in manifesting men. Like I manifest men all the time. Most of my interactions, I've manifested it. So sometimes I'm like, you know, like I kind of just like don't want to do that myself. And then it'll come to me. Like a lot of times when I'm out every single time I'm like about to buy a drink and I'm like, I kind of just like don't want to pay for this right now. I get it paid for the next second. It's not like I have to wait. It's not like my next round gets paid for. I get it paid for literally that second. So when it comes to this sort of like manifestation about like romantic situations and men, detachment is like the number one thing to practice. It's like, you know what? Like I kind of want to experience this. Like, let me see how that comes to me in like an open way. And like, 
like also just like really understand what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do with men and never cross that line no matter how much you like somebody because once you start crossing lines and breaking rules for someone you start to forget what's important to you the lines get blurry and then they get confused too on what you're okay with and what you're not okay with so don't worry about like repelling someone or losing out on something you can't miss out on something that's meant for you what's most important for you in this situation is your boundaries your goals and like what you're trying to do with the men on your roster maybe it's just one man whatever it is make sure you have like fucking self-respect okay and don't put yourself in situations that you just like don't need to be in because you don't need to compromise what you want to get a result that you think is going to make you feel good that doesn't even make sense i was trying to put that into a sentence and it it's like you can't compromise on what you want to get what you want like what it literally makes no fucking sense i am really a fan of like using dating as a self-discovery practice and this summer is all about how i can heal myself and focus on my growth and my journey and set my boundaries and just have some fucking fun because i'm only going to be 26 once and i want to really know that i took advantage of all the opportunities that were in front of me when i lived in this fucking beautiful city go out there build your rosters and then we can have a little chat in the dms about it because i'm gonna work on this this week i already have some guys in my head that i'm like okay i'm just gonna get to work and like fuck it a lot of times i get insecure and i like overthink my interactions because i'm like oh my god what if they think i'm weird and at the end of the day you're a hot girl and guys are not gonna say no to you okay just own it and fucking go get it like who cares it's really not that fucking serious most of all have fun and protect your energy because you are the most important person in every single dynamic and you deserve to have fun and learn more about your yourself and just have a great healed hot girl summer. I hope you enjoyed this episode. That is all I have. I will obviously keep you in the loop of all my little adventures. Thank you so much for being here. You can find me at good girl pod on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. You can find my personal at at Julia Lena Thomas. You can also follow me on threads at Julia Lena Thomas. I do Q and A's on the good girl Instagram every single Monday. So be sure to follow me and tune into those. And as always, I will see you next Thursday. I love you so much. Bye.